Hey everyone, welcome to another great episode of the Smooth Business Growth Podcast where we share 15 minutes of fast-paced peer marketing strategies proven to move the needle in your business. So I'm your host and Captain Lindsay Phillips. I'm the founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth where we help busy entrepreneurs attract and convert customers faster through powerful and consistent content marketing. In fact, if you go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com at the end of the show, you can download your social media roadmap to help you do just that. So for any entrepreneur out there that wants rapid growth and building and growing a team is key, but man, why does it have to be so hard? This is why I absolutely had to have Mad Singer on my podcast to share effective management practices. So it is the superpower that you need to scale and grow your business. So let's set sail. Welcome aboard, Mads. Thank you very much, Lindsay. A pleasure to be here. Awesome. So you say that, I saw it on your site, that 2% of us use effective management principles for exponential growth. That's a low percentage. Why are we all so horrible at it? <laughs> I was about to say it's probably set high with 2%. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah. we have a lot to learn from you then. Uh, I would say so. Uh, I, I think generally, if if you look at small businesses in the U.S., uh, particularly, um, I mean, a very very small percentage ever start hiring people, and a very small percentage either ever get above five people, um, which is a shame. Well, not just in the U.S. but worldwide, but uh, yeah. but generally a shame. And uh, yeah, I, I do what I can to change that. Awesome. Um, so, I mean, what is effective management practices or principles? What does that even mean? That's a great question. Um, I, I, I think from my point of view, it's, it's very much about having a clear management system with clear processes that enables you to get a consistent, great output from the people working for you. And when I say consistent processes, what I mean is having clear, good processes for how to communicate with your people regularly, how to build good relationship with your staff, and that is critical, how to hold effective meetings, mm-hmm. uh, how, to, how to recruit well, how to find the right players to join the team, right. uh, how to give feedback. One of the things that most business owners are really bad at is giving good feedback. And... Yeah, so the delegation, I mean, delegation generally is, is a big one, both in yeah. terms of developing staff, but also in terms of growing your input or your, growing the value that you contribute to the business. Perfect. I know. And I mean, we all have different leadership styles. Um, yep. And, like, is that a factor in it or is there like, there's a right way yeah. or a wrong way? Yeah. So, so for me, uh, everyone different have different leadership styles, and that's important. Mm-hmm. However, uh, no matter what leadership style you have, if you want to build a team, you have to learn to recruit people. Yeah. Um, it, it it doesn't really matter if you're, uh, yeah, if you're very assertive, very sort of driven, very pushy with people, or if you're a very soft-spoken, way too nice person, uh, whatever way it works, you need to learn to get the right people on a team. You need to learn, like all the things I just mentioned is something you need to learn. Now you might, you might utilize it slightly different, but, but, but those skill sets are all critical for, for any entrepreneurs, for any business owners, or, or even any managers around. 
That makes sense. And you make a good point on the recruiting. I mean, if you recruit wrong or your hiring strategies or how you conduct the interviews, I mean, that paves the way for everything that follows afterwards. That's, that would be huge. Most people have tried hiring right and had a really great person to work with. And most people have tried having someone that wasn't good to work with. And when you have tried those two different scenarios, you start realizing the value of really investing in it. I'd say there's only one skill as a business owner in general that I value more than, than recruitment and interviewing, and that's the art of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically for me, those two are the two most critical skills as a business owner you can have because if you set the right team you i mean honestly it's 80 90 percent of the work yeah absolutely and and i couldn't agree i would be uh hooped without my team and i have such a good group right now and i'm so thankful for them um so what are some of the things that maybe we're doing wrong in our management uh practices um, I mean, I know there's probably a lot, but maybe a few of the, the most common ones and, and kind of how, how can we fix it? Yeah, so just, I mean, yeah, there is a lot that people do wrong, but, but or not necessarily wrong, but, but there's a lot that could be more effective, right? And one of the key things for me is management is like everything else. It's a skill. Mm-hmm. But what most people do wrong with management is that they don't actually take time to learn it. And like, if, if you wanted to be a web developer, you would actually sit down and try to figure out how to be a web developer. If you wanted to be a social media guru, you would sit down and figure out how it works. But most people don't do that with management, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's, the, that's one of the core reasons why I sit down and, and develop what I call the, the 80-20 management training um, in my management academy. And that was really to... to make a simple framework that can get you 80% of the way there, right? Because for me, that's the fundamentals. Uh, I, I see it also when people when start growing business bigger and they start promoting mm-hmm. managers within their team, same thing happens. They don't invest in them. They don't give them training. Yeah. They expect that on Friday when they go home, they had this role. And on Monday, they come in as a manager and life changes. But for many people, if you don't give them the training, if you don't give them the support, uh, they're not going to be amazing managers from day one. That's so true. And I know uh, so many people will, you know, hire someone and then just expect them to be superstars right off the bat without, you know, like you said, investing that time and training them properly. And, and the thing is, most people, right, again, if, like, if you hire someone to do some social media, you probably have some training for them in that skill set. Yeah. And, and management is a skill like everything else, right? So really taking the time, investing in that skill. I, I don't believe management is that difficult. Mm-hmm. Obviously, certain aspects more difficult than others. But again, it's mostly difficult because people don't know. Like, they, yeah. they haven't invested anything in it. And the problem is, like anything that you don't know very much about, it's really difficult and seems very difficult. But to a lot of people, when you actually start getting the basic understanding, you start moving from, oh, this is difficult, I don't want to do it, to, oh, this is difficult, I kind of know what to do now. It's getting more fun, right? Mm-hmm. So here's a question for you. So as a, I'm a business owner, obviously, and myself and my partner, we manage our team together. Um, but I've also seen other businesses where they hire, like, I don't know, operations coordinator. I don't know what we want to call them, but they have someone, uh, not the owner, that is managing the team. So would therefore, they need to be, 
you know, equally as skilled to be able to manage those people? Like, do you see that in different cases? Am I, am I, I, I mean, you, you still have to be like, if you hire a CEO mm. and you don't run the business, you're not a contributor. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah. But that's really the case with small businesses, true, right? True. Um, a lot of people try and hire an operations person while they're still the CEO. But if you're the CEO, you need—I mean, you need to invest in your skill set, yeah. right? If you don't like particularly senior management, like if you don't manage them well, if you don't give the right direction, if you don't give them the right feedback, like—I mean, we're on a ship today, so uh, a, a ship without a captain. Yes, that is a great analogy. <laughs> um, and one of the things that you mentioned, you know, you mentioned a communication relationships and uh, recruiting feedback delegation. And one of the things you said was about meetings. Now, I know we all technically dread meetings. It can be painful. Um, so I would love to hear your approach on what we can do differently to make them more productive and more enjoyable yeah so i'll try and just because we we are somewhat limited in time i'll try and stick to team meetings because this is some of the meetings that i see uh, teams run in mm-hmm. very different well in, in often very ineffective ways right so most typical team meetings happen by the manager or the, the owner of the team or whatever sits and talk for 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. And everyone else drops a little bit of input here now. Um, obviously for, for me, it fits within a framework, but basically the, the content of, of the team meetings I teach is very much that the team meetings is about the team. Right. So the core function of the team meeting is for the team to share with each other where each of the teams stand. Okay. It's ask each other for help and support and ideas. And it's learning how to collaborate, right? If the business owner want to share news, which generally happens in team meetings, they can do that on email. Most people can read, right? (laughs) That's a very good point. (laughs) Right, and and that's why people hate meetings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're not being effective and they're not, like the point of dragging a, a number of people into a room and sit down and talk is to actually share experiences and share uh, like say this is where I am this is where I'm going I'm struggling over here anyone have ideas anyone can help me and particularly like like for me even like high level like I don't even attend a lot of the management meetings for my team mm-hmm. because the meeting is for my team yeah right uh, and when you learn like again I have a sort of much more detailed structure over it but that's sort of the higher level view of the of the of the team meetings right like it's really about getting your team working together getting them working towards the same goal and the way I always look at it is it's not one person I know that fails as a team when we look at our goals on a monthly and a yearly basis we either fail or we win together so it's about making sure we all get there so the whole point is if you have a if you're managing marketing and someone a colleague of yours is managing operations if if the other person is struggling and you can give a helping hand learning loaning them resources or helping with your expertise, etc. then that's what you need to do. 
So the whole focus is really making sure that as a team, you get to deliver the goals and the targets that you have. And I guess that's just making everyone feel like they're part of the decision-making process um, and part of the process, right? And don't don't take it personal, but it's it's not about making people feel they're part of the decision making process. It's making people actually part of the decision making right. process. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're very <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Are there right like should meetings never be over an hour? Are there any like rules of thumb that we should go by? And my second question to that is, you know, being online we're never really in person together, you know, in a boardroom, so to speak. It's always online on Zoom. Are there any help that we can get to um, overcome those challenges? Yeah, so I would say in terms of meeting time, it generally depends on the team size, etc. I would say half an hour to an hour is usually, depending on the team size, is usually good um, definitely again going back to relationships I mean one of the things with meetings is generally building relationships right yeah. and if you do a zoom call uh, actually putting the video on yep is good one it helps people actually pay attention more <laughs> they're on video and again if you have a bunch of people sitting in a meeting not paying attention they should either not be in the meeting or the meeting shouldn't be there in the first place. So um, you you want to make meeting relevant for the people that are in them. Um, and, and I mean, take that, like, again, when you're sitting talking to people, I mean, podcast is one medium, right? But yeah. but if you're sitting talking to your colleagues and you can see their expressions, et cetera, you're, you're building better relationships, right? So it's, again, it's an opportunity. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. And how do you feel about like different collaborative tools? Like I know some people hate and love Slack, you know, project management tools, email, Skype. Do you have any like preferences or any opinions? I I definitely do. Um, (laughs) my, My opinion is the tool doesn't matter. What matters is implementation and use it, use it. So if you use Slack or, uh, sorry, not Slack, uh, if you use Asana or Trello or Basecamp or whatever, it doesn't matter what tool you pick. What matters is you pick one and make sure that the whole team use it. Yeah. Right? Similar with communication tools. Again, you don't want half your team talking on Slack and the other half talking on Skype. Right? One place, everyone. And this is one of the places as a CEO, as a business owner, you set down boundaries for the team. Because if people are like, oh, I don't really like using the project management tool, I'll just do it in a spreadsheet. That doesn't work. No, if your company uses a tool, it uses a tool. And as a business owner, that's one of the things that you want to drive, right? So if you say communication happens here, this is the project management tool, etc. that's how you lay down the rules. Yeah, I love that. That's true. Absolutely. And I've seen that happen before. Um, but yeah, I love that. Setting boundaries and kind of the rules of communication, I guess, right? So that people know what they should do. Yeah, and, and reality is with most of these tools, I mean, yeah, there's some of them that are better for different purposes, etc. So yeah, do spend a little bit of time checking them out. But, but most people are like, oh, let's test out this one. Let's test out this one. Yeah. I'm spending so much time running between then half the team like one tool, the other half like another tool. And, you know, it sucks. So you, you need to find a tool that can do the job pretty well. And then you need to stick with it. 
right? Now, I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's the fundamentals for me. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Um, now, I know you, again, you mentioned all those different um, uh, practices, you know, relationships, recruiting, feedback, delegation, team meetings, and so forth. And I love that you have created this whole framework for people. It, it's like a guideline, like a template that they could follow and because, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Um, and I know you've got that management academy. So how can people find you and find the academy uh, to seek help to, to manage their teams more effectively? Yep. So matssingers.com. Uh, M-A-D-S-S-I-N-G-E-R-S.com and then click on the Management Academy. Um, it's, it's, for me, again, as I said, it's the 80-20 of management. It's a great place to start. Um, and at the moment, at least, you also get a free coaching session with it. Okay. So basically, when, when people have completed the Management Academy, they, they get a free coaching session as well where, where I can help them with any of the, any of the sort of specific challenges they have. On top of that, there's actually also a community behind it uh, with a Facebook group. So again, where people have the opportunity to mm. ask a lot of questions and so on. So it's really, really doing the absolute best to, to really service everyone and make sure we help them take that step to, to upskill themselves. And I would say at this point in time, we've sold about 150 courses oh, nice. and we haven't had a, yeah, we haven't had anyone unhappy with the, the purchase yeah. so far. So, um, for, yeah, it, it's, it's a good feeling and I definitely get so many cool testimonials and stuff. So I'm, I'm really, really happy with the, with the reception. Perfect. Yeah. And it's nice to get an academy that has more of an interactive feel for sure. And that you're getting that support. Um, awesome so this week's 15 minute cruise to move the needle in your business has come to an end so thank you so much Mats for um, giving us that feedback I know it has inspired me to um, to create some better team meetings (laughs) for our team I'm sure they'll thank you too and uh, and yeah and again people um, reach out to madsingers.com I'll have those links on my show notes as well Um, and he has a lot of great resources on his website as well so thank you so much you're welcome. It was a pleasure to be here. Awesome. So, folks, if you're looking to achieve faster growth through content marketing and sales funnels, look no further than smoothbusinessgrowth.com. Have a profitable and productive week, and may the winds always be at your back. <laughs> <laughs>